Welcome back to another episode of Simply Unprofessional. I'm back, your host, Webby. Joining me tonight, we got the two who have been doing such a great job in my absence. Uh, Devin? Please stop lying to people, but hey, what's I, up? I'm not lying to anybody. Hey, we got Mr. Equist. I was terrible. Listen. What was I? I, I, I we were terrible at this. You know what? You, did, you did it. And you willingly <laughs> did it. That's and not it, exactly and it, like and shining, it got done. That's not exactly like shining recommendation. It is for me. Like I like trusted if you guys. I, like with if I go this. to work and my boss is like, I sit down for a review and the boss is like, Well, you, you, you did, did your job. Your job. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you guys went above and beyond. You you guys did this in my absence. You uploaded the episodes in a timely manner. Honestly, honestly, I'll I will say this. Like, I do think like if I would have had the time available to me to sit down and like fully commit and like fu- fully find a topic. Cause usually behind the scenes, people usually finding a topic is like a three man gig. Like we, you, all yeah. three of us are kind of actively, like we yep. think of a topic and then we kind of like, you know, yay, you know, this yep. is what happens. And when we pitch the topic, we're like, Oh, that's a good idea. Let's do this. Yep. That's usually how it goes. Or somebody says somebody else says something during the week and we're like, that would be a cool issue. Let's do that. Um, but Webby was not in a position to really, offer topics i was trying to avoid certain topics like episode and movie, movie reviews one i couldn't do loose because rob still hasn't seen it he's working on that i forced him I, to I stop know he it is. now it was like five minutes long i am so upset that it just stopped it felt like it had just gotten started and it's like oh it's done i was like what oh so what he's done he's all done now Yep. So, so yeah, nice. so I was holding off on Lucifer. I was holding off on a couple other things that I like wanted to wait for Webby to talk about. So it was kind of just like, well, I can't think like topics on the fly. What are well, we doing here? I will tell you right now, Devin. We, me, and you will have a week to brush up on it. It will be yep. more fresh in in yep. Edquist's mind. But next week we will do Lucifer. Lucifer, okay, I'm yep. down. Since I'm Edquist down. I'm finished down. it. Equus finished it. I'm down. Webby owes me at least one subtitle. I, yeah, I, I owe both of you at minimum four episodes of whatever you want me to do. I mean, but that's like four episodes congruent, so like two each. Like, unless you're willing to <laughs> no, dish out eight episodes. I'm, I'm willing of... to dish out eight episodes, four for each of you. You guys All right, you pulled hear together. Folks, this is recorded? Yep, you guys pulled together. It was a hell month for me, man. I... In addition to fighting bears and wrestling bears, uh, I came down with like a gnarly cold. That was pretty much the first thing that happened. And then that cold led into like migraine after migraine, which I found out was because of a tooth infection. So then I had to get a couple teeth pulled. And obviously I wasn't in no condition and or mood to be recording anything uh, because I got my tooth pulled the day we were going to be recording. Anyway, I was just it's been a rough it's been a rough time, man. But I am back. Um, I wanted to do something. I, I, I came to Devin. 
I was like, Devin, you guys have been doing awesome. You guys covered me for SU. I'm coming back Look this, at this week. shit, folks. Yeah, I'm coming back this week. So the pressure's kind of off you now. Uh, but I want to play a game. So figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, instead, I went looking around. And to be fair, this started with me looking for like things like uh, Family Feud-esque type topics. Uh, or websites where you could get like generated questions with the top X amount of answers. And I was just going to link Devin a bunch of websites. Uh, but then I came across this other thing. I've never heard of it. It's apparently, let me, this is the first time I'm really going to look at it. Um, it's a questionnaire. Now it's apparently pretty popular. Um, it's been published in magazines and stuff. Again, I've never heard of it, but it's called the Proust questionnaire. Now, there's a little snippet here in the beginning before you get to the questions. The Prost questionnaire has its origins in a parlor game popularized, though not devised, by Marcel Proust, the French essayist and novelist, who believed that in answering these questions, an individual reveals his or her true natures. Um... And then it continues on to the questionnaire. There are 35 questions. So I figured something pretty easy for us to do was would be to go through. I will read off these questions and we'll go around just answering them. Um, I mean, this, again, I've never heard of this before, but apparently it's pretty fucking popular. Like, it's pretty common. I have common. a question for you, though. Do you have a question for you? So, I, was, I wasn't looking at the questions, but I was looking into the thing. Do you have, like, a way to, to score it? No, I, I I didn't know if it t- like I don't it, think there is one. Like it's it's really weird. I that's that's my so that was going to be my first uh, my first question before we actually got into the questions was it says in answering these questions an individual reveals his or her true nature. How do you base that? Like how do you like how do you know what each answer means about you? Like there's no like grid to go with this. Like oh, if you answered. Uh, you know, half of these ideas because they're pretty open-ended questions. You know, some of them. Um, I, I guess it just gives a deeper meaning into who we are as people, and that I guess that will will leave that to the the listeners to decide based off of our answers to these questions what type of people we really are. So there is no actual score, I guess. Some of these questions, I mean, the first first question's pretty deep <laughs> so but if you guys are amen- amenable am- amiable amen- what's the word I'm looking for I don't amicable? feel like it's amicable is that the one if you guys are on board with this I want to say it was like amenable hmm. I, mean, well, I don't know I'm not a novelist I mean, like this guy mm-hmm. or an essayist I didn't even know that was a thing uh, I mean, amicable. Oh, sorry, well, amicable. Having a spirit of friendliness without serious disagreement or rancor. So it could be that. I don't. I mean, what's amenable? Is amenable, that like a e a m e n a b l e or i b l e. Minimal. Uh, open or responsive suggestion. Easily yeah. persuaded or controlled. Yeah. All right. Sure. Parents who have had easy babies and amenable children. Minimal. Um. Matilda sounds like she's ready to answer these questions. <laughs> yep. So, so we're gonna, we're gonna go into in this particular that. order. We're gonna go Rob first because you're first for me on my Discord thing, 
and then we're gonna show, and then we're gonna go Devin, then we're gonna go me. Matilda. Okay. Uh, And feel free to elaborate at all because it's gonna give the listeners more insight the more we elaborate. But again, I don't know what some of these questions are, so if you don't feel comfortable answering some of them, don't. I'm not gonna force you. But question number one, Rob. Mm-hmm. What is your idea of perfect happiness? That's the first fucking question on this thing. <laughs> uh, hmm. Perfect happiness would be being able to, you know, spend time with you guys all the time, not have to go to work. Uh, find someone to love me, damn it, and just, you know, being able to have my friends and family close enough that I can hang out with them, not have to worry about money, having a big yard for Matilda over there, although she's making me say that, but, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, just, yeah, I don't know, just friends, family, and not having to worry about money or no stress, basically. Fair enough. Devin, what about you? What is your idea of perfect happiness? I think my idea of perfect happiness is because, I mean, I am realistic enough to understand that, you know, no life is without hardship. But I think my ideal of perfect happiness would be something along the lines of just not having to worry about, like, the day-to-day. Just kind of, you know, deal be ha- being able to deal with problems as they come and not have to, like, plan and, you know, alter my life significantly to deal with the, you know, to deal with problems mm. that realistically wouldn't, you know, shouldn't require that. Um, and just kind of just, you know, being healthy that, and just kind of waking up and being able to do what it is I want to do genuinely, genuinely what I want to do, not what I feel like I have to do. Right. Like no more, no more SUs. Uh, I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, no, I get it. I mean, my my answer is probably right on board with both of your guys's. You know, perfect happiness to me is just no stress, not not worrying about every single thing. Um, I'm a worrier. That's just that's in my genetic. It's just in me, you know. Um, but. Yeah, just kind of yeah, not worrying and not stressing. That would, that would be the two big things. Uh, also, if I could get more rainy days, that'd be phenomenal. I love the rain. So, uh, all right, Rob, number two. What is okay. your what is your greatest fear? Hmm. Uh, I mean, it, it used to be different, but I think at the, at the moment, my greatest fear is never finding someone to share my life with, like to basically be alone. Yeah, that used to be my fear. And then I think it's changed for me over time. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I mean I used to have a very different fear until a couple of years ago. Now it's now it's that. Right, that's understandable. I I think that's a pretty common one for people, especially like social people. Yeah. Um, Devin, what is your greatest fear? I was kind of on the same path as Rob. Like I'm sitting here thinking about it. I was kind of in the same path as Rob. Like you know, not wanting to be alone. But actually, I think more so if I reverse that would be like not wanting to be not being needed by anybody is my worst fear. I think like, all right. Yeah. Like just not like, you know, just generally speaking, nobody needs me for anything. I'm just kind of always there, but never really required for anything. No one really cares about my input. Nobody really cares about anything I have to say or, you know, even inquire to what I really have to say. I think that's probably it more so than that. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, I think that's how people, you know, people, whether or not you're with somebody or not, that's kind of how people experience like love and togetherness is just, you know, having people wanting you in their lives and people wanting you involved in their, in your, in their life and wanting, wanting to be involved in yours. And I think at the end of the day, like not having that is more terrifying to me than necessarily being alone. All right. See, now I want to say both of yours, but like, I feel like, like Rob's yours. I feel like that used to be my fear. And then I've kind of, become more and more antisocial to the point where I don't think that would bother me nearly as much as it did. And then Devin, your, your strikes accord with me too, but I feel like that isn't necessarily a fear of mine, but I just feel like that would genuinely like tank my depression. Like it would just, I would be sad more than anything. Uh, if just, if I woke up and just nobody needed me, nobody appreciated me, things like that. I think that would just genuinely make me sad. Um, not necessarily a, like a, a, a fearful type thing for me. Um, hey, Webs, you were quick to your, your mic crackling's back. Mother! It kind of went away. It was like when you were talking, I wonder if your mic, your mic might be starting to go. No, well, I don't know. Maybe. It might be a connection thing. Well. Is your mic wired or wireless? Wired. Like, move the wire on on both sides real quick. Yeah, it's definitely that. Oh, hold on. No momento, poor people. Well, while he's fixing that... Uh, I will tell you what my old fear used to be. All right. Is it still really uh, bad? No. Uh, I mean, it was while you were moving stuff, but at the moment, it's okay. All right. So what's your old fear? Okay. So my old fear, like, people would ask me that question, too. Like, people have asked me before, you know, for certain things, what your greatest fear is. Like, there's been other questionnaires that I've done with people. And I always used to say the dark or the unknown, blah, blah, blah. But that was not the real answer. <laughs> The true answer was I was terrified that people would find out that I was gay because it had been ingrained in me that being gay was a bad thing. 
and I was terrified that people would find out that I was. Uh, but since then, I have embraced it, and it's not a bad thing, and I decided to at least try for happiness rather than be miserable, so that is no longer my fear. Understandable. Yeah. It's totally understandable. <sighs> I will tell you, my two biggest, well, my two biggest fears are kind of tied, and they're just typical phobias. I am really afraid of snakes. That's my number one. Uh, spiders are my number two. <laughs> I don't like spiders. If they were crawling on me, I would probably have a fit, but I don't really think I'm afraid of them. Listen, I had one crawling on my desk, and you guys laughed your, you know, your butts off when I started freaking out. Yeah, see, Mainly because I, I went to go smack it, and then it like jumped, and then I just didn't know where it was anymore, and that freaked me out the most. Not knowing where it was now. <laughs> like, see, for me, it's weird. Like, I don't think I necessarily had, like, general fear of, like, an animal or a thing or, like, you know, the dark. I It's just more or less for me, like, a... Like, a distaste. Like, I'm not a huge fan of bugs, but, I mean, like, I'll... You know, I can deal with them. You know what I mean? Like, if a spider's on my wall or, like... Like a prime example today at work, like at the office I was at, we're in the basement. There's a roach. I was just like, oh, hey, that's a roach. I'm going to slide my chair over now. Like, you see, know what I mean? Like, see, I'm, I'm to the point where, like, if, if I'm sitting at my desk and, like, on the wall, I see a spider, especially like a daddy long legs, whatever, live your best life, bro. Crawl away. But if it's, like, in your vicinity of, like, three, if, three to five feet, you're like, nope. If it's within reaching distance or if it's a big motherfucking, like, hairy spider, nope, I'm good. I mean, and yeah, if I'm outside, right? if I pulled into my yard and on my front stoop right in front of my front door, if there was just a snake there, I'd go sit in the truck until it just fucking went away. Like, I, I'd just, I, or I'd go, right? I'd go back into town for something else. Like, I'd leave. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to go back, and when I come back, you better not be here, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, like, that's fully understandable. Like, I mean, I guess the closest thing I would have is just, um, would be like, not like per se enclosed spaces, but I'm not a huge like I'm not a huge fan of like I have I, I'm a guess like mild or light claustrophobia. Okay. Like I'm not a big fan of like enclosed spaces, but I can deal with them. Like if I have to, right. it's kind of like if I know there's a way for me to get out, I'm good. But if I'm in like an enclosed space, I have a problem. Like prime example, if I'm in an enclosed space, like and if I'm in an elevator, but it's like one of those glass elevators where I can see out, I'm I'm good. If I'm in an elevator in, let's say, a parking garage that is concrete all around and I know it shit's concrete all around, I I have problems. Right. Like, you know, especially if it's like an older elevator that's really slow and I'm just like, okay, this is not this is not fun. I'm not I'm not afraid I can do it, but I'm like, I just take the stairs. Like there's options here. <laughs> uh enclosed spaces don't bother me. Like I could stay in a tiny thing all day if I had to, except if it starts to mess with my breathing, like if it's tight enough to where I can't take full breaths, then I start to panic. But other than that, I'm fine. Spiders and, and snakes, I'm not really afraid of, but like, I mean, being afraid of spiders and snakes is not like, it's not irrational. It's like, there are deadly spiders. There are deadly snakes. Yeah. Like, there's reasons to be afraid I, of them. Like, the entire of Australia. Snake, like, no, I would do the same thing. If there was a rattlesnake on my stoop, bye. But if yep. it was just like a boa constrictor or something, I'd be like, why the hell is there a boa constrictor? Move. No, I mean, man. to no, be fair, man. if a boa constrictor... No, like, man. <laughs> if I came home and there was a boa constrictor out in front of my front door, 
uh-uh, I'm out. What he's like, what he's like, <laughs> change um, address, do what I'm calling Bear Grylls. I'm calling Bear Grylls. Come, come, come get this snake. I work with those all the time. Those and, and, uh, I mean, bows are fine. Like, I'm not like afraid. Like, I don't. Like, I'm not afraid of bows at all. Like, you're totally fine. Like, I get that. But if I just came home, there's a bow chilling in my bed. Like, I got. I, I, we have a problem. Like, yeah, but no. see, this is this is how bad it is. Put it there, but if you like, yo, fam. This is how bad. Most terrifying thing about snakes for me is like there's like those true stories of snakes coming up like the toilet pipes. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, nah, I'm I good. Like, if I, if I open my toilet tank and I see a snake, I'm mm-hmm. out. I'm I look every time. No, but like the the more common snake around where I live, just the regular grass snake, garter snakes, right? Uh, I can't, I can't look at them. I can't, I, I can't be around them. If I know it's there, I will freak out and walk away. Like, uh, uh-uh. I, I just can't do it. You have a good chunk of snakes around here, but not like you know. I don't I, where I live. I don't deal with them very often. Right. Where I see them, but I mean, they're they're definitely out here chilling out. All right, so number three, moving on. Rob, mm-hmm. what is the trait you most deplore in yourself? Oh, my procrastination. I hate it, but I can't not, like, I can't fight it. I procrastinate on everything. My motto is, why put why do today what I could put off till tomorrow? And then, like, it gets so... I either don't do it or it gets so bad that I finally am like, why did I wait so long to do this? You're a fucking idiot. Well, I will say I'm very proud of you then for getting the SU episodes out on time. Yeah. Well, usually people give me a a deadline that things have to be done, but then I, I will do them, but I always wait to the last minute, like before there's almost no time left to get it done. Right. The re the thing with SU is we had to record it and then basically edit it and put it out that same night so like there was nowhere for me to be like oh i could wait a while before i have to do this it was like no it had to be done right then which is like that's good for me i guess because i will get it done but if i have any wiggle room i would procrastinate until the very last second i have to do something and i hate it but i still do it nope now i just gotta not let you procrastinate on anything uh devin what trade in you in yourself do you most deplore Kind of in the same boat as Rob, um, with like one extra added thing because I kind of hate both these qualities to me. They're the exact same, um, but a little bit different from Rob at the same time. Like I do procrastinate a lot, but I usually procrastinate on stuff that is mainly just for like personal to me. Like if you know if it's something that's going to affect me genuinely, I'll, I'll procrastinate. But if it's something like somebody's like, hey, I need you to do X, Y, and Z, like before you know, if it you know they don't give me a time, there's like the sooner the better. I'll probably bend over backwards to get it done as fast as possible. But if it's something where it's like, it just really affects me, I'll put it off forever until it's almost too late, if not too late. And that is one of the biggest things for me. But also, too, one of the biggest, biggest things for me is is I have a really bad habit of getting in my own head where I'll, you know, I'll do something. I'll start with something or I'll say, like, all right, I'm going to do this. And then you but when you combine those two things together, it creates a, a terrible not even a terrible work ethic because I take a lot of pride in my work, but it just it's, it's just getting myself started because I'll like start something and then I'll procrastinate. But not only do I procrastinate, I get in my own head 
about it and then it was like when i'm like even in that when i'm in the mood to do something or like sit down and like work on something it just i get in my own head about it and then like i want to back off and that procrastination kicks in and then it just kind of sits there forever and never piles up right. i that's the biggest thing in me like if i could just take i wish i could just remove that little voice in me that just is like this isn't good enough or you know you need to you know you need to do better than this this isn't good enough you know constantly like and it's always this like i'm always on my own i'm always overthinking the stuff i'm doing and there's really no reason for me to do so like it's something so basic but i'm sitting here overthinking it overthinking it overthinking it to the point where i just don't really want to do it that's understandable <clears throat> uh mine is not procrastination though i have had that problem in the past i never really hated like that particular trait like it's never become that big of a thing for me um I don't like dwelling on things. I don't like stressing over everything. I don't like worrying about everything. Uh, I, I hate that the most. Um, like, it's even stuff that doesn't concern me or stuff that I have no control over will will stress me out. Um, and, I, and I know that's not good for me. So, that's what I hate. Uh, now, the opposite is the next question is, Rob, what is the trait you most deplore in others? Hmm. Hmm. I'll give you a recent example of one of one of mine. That's unsportsmanlike conduct. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say the thing I hate the most is kind of like that. Like, people that go out of their way to be mean to other people for no reason. Yep. Like, or people that spread false information and know it's false just to be dicks. Like, I don't understand it. Like, people that purposely, like try to make other people angry or like trolls basically i hate trolls yeah <laughs> in all forms yeah like it's like how does that make like why does that make you happy to do that to people Devin, what about you trait that you that's hate hard. the most in others that's hard for me because i I'm, i usually can forgive a lot and it's like because i don't really hate a lot of like, I don't really hate people, if that oh, makes sense. I, do. Like, I mean, I do and I don't, right? Like, I say all the time, like, I hate people. And it, it, it's kind of true, but it's not like... I'm trying to, like, pinpoint one thing that makes me just, like, a guttural, just like, ugh. Like, I hate. But it's one of those things for me where it's like... When I say, like, I hate people or say like that, like, I I usually... If, if, if I don't like you, I just want to associate with you. I won't socialize with you. I won't deal with you, but I, I, I don't usually hate like, you know, like I like, you know what I mean? Like hate is a strong word, right? I don't yeah. really like hate things. Cause it's not really worth it half the time. Like your whole thing is like not dwelling. Like I learned a long time ago, like the less you think about other people, like the less you're going to, you know, you're going to dwell on things. It's kind of the same, kind of the same reason. Like I don't hate people because hating someone is something you hold on to for a long time and you dwell on it. But, I mean, if I had to take, say, one thing that makes me, like, immediately just turns me off of someone is just 
probably just really two-faced people. Like I hate when people are just really two-faced. Like they, you know, they talk to you and they're like, they're, you know, they're on your side. And, but then, or people who specifically will like, you know, you can confide in them, you can talk to them. But then when you two are going at it, everything you told them is fair game and they will use it against you in every way possible. Right. People like that, like that really does get to me. I'm like, look, you know, people are going to fight. They're going to argue. But there's a way to fight fair. Like, I'm not going to bring up your crap in a fight. Don't bring up my crap in a fight. You know what I mean? Right. So I guess people like that. Just like kind of like two-faced people and people who will use things against you that, you know, I, I don't even know like what's the word of that. Like, you could say is like manipulative. People I, people who will go, go out of their way to like in, intentionally stab you and like hurt you. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. I think mine is a more generalized sense. Mine's definitely more general, and it, it covers both yours and Edquist's. Uh, I fucking I hate disrespectful people. Like I don't know what it is. Uh, like I grew up, you know, I was raised by my parents to have respect for elders so you know if i meet somebody's parents i'm very respectful um just hold, holding the door open for other people you know just general respect and when people show uh varying degrees of disrespect in front of me i don't necessarily call it out but it does it it, it infuriates me on the inside and depending on the level of disrespect that is shown I will sometimes voice my opinion to them, regardless of who it is or where we are. Um, so, I've gotten into lots of bad situations because of how openly I call out people on their shit. Uh... And you figure, you know, that kind of ties in with me worrying and stressing about everything and being concerned about everybody. And mm. I don't know. Uh, one of these days, it's gonna. It's, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say something to the wrong fucking person on the wrong fucking day, and it's gonna get me seriously hurt. I can tell. But yeah, I don't know. Just generally, just disrespectful people really just infuriate me. I understand that. Like, I'm I'm kind of big on respect. I understand that. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Edquist, which mm-hmm. living person do you most admire? Hmm. I think I would have to go with Um I don't know. The correct answer is Webby. Okay, it's Webby. <laughs> 
No, I mean, if you don't have an answer, you don't have an answer. I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't really admire anybody. Like, I picture admire as, like, you know, worship, basically. It's just like, no, I don't really feel that way about anybody. I don't necessarily know that admiration equals worship. It's just somebody that somebody that you look up to, somebody whose 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 thoughts and ideals and morals help guide your own is is how I feel when I say when I think of people that I admire. Like I know the type of person I am when it comes to like my morals and stuff like that, and if I can find somebody who is a better depiction of what I am or what yeah. I believe in, that's the type of person that I admire. Yeah. The thing is that most of those people that I would qualify are fictional characters. Well. Uh, but uh, I did think of one. Misha Collins, who plays... Uh, oh, okay. Castiel. Castiel, yeah. Um, but in real life, he's... Like, he does a lot. Like, he has two charity things that he does... He re- he really tries to help people. Like I follow him on Twitter, and he's always like he always says the things he believes in. He tries to help people as much as he can. Um, he's he's a great dad. Like he spends time with his kids. He he, he like he talks to his mother still and visits her all the time and stuff like that. Like just generally a good person. And okay. that's all. That's who I'll pick. All right, Devin. What about you? Which living person do you most admire? This is hard for me too, mainly just because uh, it. Mainly because for me, it's one of those things where it's just like I, I have a I don't really, I guess admire people, but at the same time, I I you know I mean I like it's it's hmm, it's weird. I mean, if you but if say, I had to if pick, you say nobody, you can say nobody. No, 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 no. It's like if I had to pick someone who, like, I guess would kind of fit that bill for me, it would probably be like. And this is not even like a solid answer just off the top of my head right now. Who I can think of would be someone like kind of like a Keanu Reeves. Like he's always just a really like behind the scenes, he's just a really really genuine dude. He's all right. Fair enough. Yeah, like just also, behind the scenes, I... he's just this really genuine dude. He, you know, he gives back. He donates. Makes sure he, you know, he makes sure that people on his, you know, on his sets are paid, you know, equally and well. He takes care of, you know, he even like the camera crew, like he t- he makes sure they're taken care of. Like I think for, what was it for the Matrix? I think he gave most of his money to the camera crew and stuff. Mm. Um, from that. And it's just pretty, just pretty cool dude. Like he seems like a really cool dude, and that's kind of how I, I just kind of want to be. Like if I ever had money, I just kind of want to be like low key. <laughs> like he's just a really low key dude, and like I'm cool with that. Slightly off topic, um, the new Bill and Ted movie. I watched it. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. Cool. So speaking of Keanu Reeves, all right. Um, my answer for this, that I'm, I'm, you know. I don't care who gives me shit for this, but I'm gonna say my parents. Yeah, um, I mean, that's a solid pick. Like that's a solid pick. Like I mean, the issue like a, is like I, like I said. I mean, both my parents raised me, and without their without their true morals and who they are, I wouldn't be who I am. And I know that. Uh, I mean, they joke around a lot about you know all oh, this, that, and the other thing, but. I know that 
who they truly are and what they truly believe in is essentially what made me who I am. And I, you know, I have a very firm set of morals and beliefs and, um, I mean, I, I love both my parents. They're great people. So, you know, that's, that's a fair, that's fair. That's really fair. That's great. Like, I wish I could say the same. <laughs> like, if I mean, well, like, I respect both my parents a lot. I love both my parents a lot, but I mean, if I'm being honest, there's qualities. My parents, both my parents have qualities that while, like, though I love my mom, I love my dad, they're both great. Don't get me wrong. But they both have qualities like oh, it's hard to look up to. No, I'm saying they have yeah, qualities where no, it's hard to I look up you. to and do, no, put, that, put that in perspective. I guess like I know like, my mom listens cheesy... to this podcast, so I'm not trying to be overly cheesy either. Like, Ma, you got some qualities that need reworking. <laughs> Just like so you know. I guess the old, <laughs> I, I guess like the intelligent and like the cheesy answer would be um I in, in kind of something I kind of agree with like with like a Matthew McConaughey who said um when somebody asked him like who his hero was and he's like it's my hero is me in five years because you you, yeah. you you should never be able to be better than your hero he's like ideally you want to get better every day so me in five years, no matter what, how, no matter how long I live, I'm 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 never gonna be as good as my hero. He's like, and that's the point, right? So I mean, I guess like the cheesy answer in this situation would be, my I look up to myself in five years, right? See, I wish I could give that answer, but so people who would give that answer, you have the mentality of every day you want to try to be, if nothing else, slightly better than you were the day before. As right, a, and as I think imagine. I think as a as a general way of life, that should be the goal. I think oh, everyone I've, should live like 100%, that. One hundred percent, I agree. Everyone should. I think mentally, sometimes it's person. hard to get there. Like mentally, yeah, it's hard to get there sometimes. I like I absolutely that. agree with that. Mentally, it's hard to get there, but I do also feel like there are like people say like you know fake it till you make it. I think that actually is true. Like my even in my own life experiences, I think fake it till you make it applies. So I I, I literally think you can like subconsciously beat yourself into like that mindset if every day you just live by that a little bit even if it's like just doing one thing better than you did the day before you know like yeah whatever whatever it is like one thing better than you did the day before it's all about taking small steps but those small steps over time will eventually you know be something impressive and will add up so that's kind of what it is right but you know, that's, you know, not to get too, like, metaphysical cheesy on the answer, but, I mean, that's kind of, like, I guess the closest answer I really would give, because that's kind of how I feel, but if I had to pick, like, someone who's actually alive, like, right now and currently, like, the person who actually rolled up my head is probably, like, Keanu Reeves, but, I mean, that's still, right. like, a whatever person. Uh, moving on to the next one. Uh, Before we move on, just, I mean, my parents are never going to listen to this, but just in case. I'll link it clar- to them. Let me, no, do not. Let me clarify <laughs> that... I love my parents. I know they love me, but there is a reason that my original fear was my original fear. So yeah, we'll no, I mean it, make, it makes sense. I, mean, <laughs> I love my parents. They love me. We're gonna lock that up and throw away the key. You know All what's right, hard next. for me? <laughs> you know what's hard for me is the fact that my mom listens to this, and I'm pretty sure she loves both of you more than she loves me now. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> that is so not true. <laughs> I think she, I, I definitely think she definitely loves us both, but I don't know if she, she definitely doesn't love us more than you. I, I cracked a joke in, in the car with her one day, and she went to go slap me. Like It was just like one of those playful slaps, and she went to go yell at me. Now, anytime my mom ever yelled at me, she'd always yell, like, my name. Uh, 
she fucking she slapped me and she yelled Devin's name and I was like, oh, <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> so that's that's my that's kind of like my ongoing joke with my mom is the fact that you two are her two <laughs> new favorite sons. So. Uh, okay, so we are not. I'm letting you know right now with the time that uh, we've been recording, we are not getting through this entire list. So <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll save this website, and at the end of various episodes, we'll pluck a, away a little bit more, a little bit more at this list. Um, but number, we're only on number six. <laughs> uh, Rob, what is your greatest extravagance? Uh, does that mean like what I spend the most money on? Yeah, but not for like necessities type thing. Mm. So something that you just kind of buy for yourself for your own enjoyment kind of thing. Uh, right. I mean, it would have to be video games then. Same. Because other than that, I spend the most money on food. But I mean, I I buy food I shouldn't buy. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, yeah, it would be it would be games. I buy tons of different games. What about you, Devin? Uh, I mean, I, that fluctuates. Uh, like it's usually like technology stuff, but I think recently it's probably been Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Unfortunately, do you have all of the Exodia cards? I do, but I mean that's not a deck I play often. Listen, if at all. I just know I know very limited. Yu-Gi-Oh I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. Even through this whole like COVID thing, I think I've spent about. And keep my. I haven't actually gone to play in over three months. I think I've spent about. Eight hundred dollars in cards. Jesus. In like, in like a two or three month period. No, more than that actually. Probably over a thousand dollars in cards. I'm being honest. Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, mine's gonna be video games. I mean, um, at least I mean when I have the excess money or when I had the excess money to to purchase things. It, so be just I just saw this announcement. Sorry to interrupt, but um, I don't know what this has to do if, like, I don't know how this will affect the other game, but uh, they just announced another <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade game. Is it another text-based one, though? No, it's an actual, like, game game. Like, it's uh, it's called Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song. Like, it, you, I don't know if you, like, can customize characters or not, but I know it says you play as three, Send a link. three vampires. Send a link. They just announced it sometime this same year. I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> yeah. D- uh, Donnie was telling me that the uh, Bloodlines two has been since they got rid of the last two people and fired the last two people. Uh, they've run into snags. And <laughs> I, I, I told you, like I, I said it. I told you that's what I said. I'm like, I don't have hopes. Like, I hope for this game anymore. Like, I want to still believe, but I just don't. Yeah. They fired like, the most important people, and then they hit snags. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah. It's just like a trailer out right now. Like, they just announced it today, but it's coming out 2021. The same time fucking time frame as this other game's coming out now, so go figure. I feel bad for anyone who pre-ordered fucking Bloodlines. Like, Donnie, Donnie did for him and me. <laughs> I feel bad for him. Like, it's just like... So, oh, don't get us like, wrong. When it comes out, I'll play the shit out of it. Oh no, me too. I'm just laughing because like even the creator like was like he was on Twitter like before he got fired like a couple months before he was just, like yeah don't 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 pre-order the game like don't don't do that like we are not even like guaranteeing incentives for anything like don't pre-order the game like just wait. Oh snap! <laughs> this one takes place in Boston. 
Yeah, and it's like you play as it says it's like you play as three vampires harness their power, embrace their desires, and face their demons in this heart pounding story in which your choices decide the fate of Boston. But I don't know if it's like um, you play as three va- original vampires, play three vampires each over a hundred years old, weave between their inner. So I'm guessing you play as like design characters, right? And I guess you're playing as like these three characters, like that's kind of what I was thinking was if this is kind of like one of those like not necessarily like the choose your own adventure, but like you know how like um like the uh, the Telltale games like something similar to that where it's oh here's a pre generated character you play through this game and you get to yeah. make choices. Yeah, I think that's what it's like, but you're playing as three... Uh, I don't know if you play as... It doesn't say play as one of three. It says play as three vampires. Right. So, I like... I, unless there's three three factions, like, you each get... You, you can play as... Through as each of the factions, so you can play as, like, either the, you know, the Camarillo, the, you know, the uh, Sabat, or the Anarchs. You may be able to play as all three factions, and, like, you get each character from each faction. So you right. can play the story three times and get different outcomes. But, yeah, or they're just, like... They're, like, a, a coterie playing, like, trying to save the world or something. I don't know. But they're 100 years old, so they must be decently strong, I'm assuming. Right. It looks interesting, though. Well, uh, something for us to look more forward into. More look into moving forward. I don't know. I don't know. Words. Yeah, no, they're definitely. If you go to the like the if you go to the Epic Game Store and look at it, there's definitely they're pre-made characters. Um, you got uh, Laisha, Amim, and. Galeb, I know Galeb, I know that emblem, I know Galeb is a Ventru, based on the emblem behind him. A mem- uh, what clan, is she a, she's a Toreador, they have, they have like a rose a symbol, rose. don't they? Yep. yep, and then who has like a broken mirror, is that a Lissambra? That would be... uh, Malkavian? I know, uh, want to say the broken, well, it might be Malkavian, like a broken, it's like a, like a broken hand mirror? No, Nosferatu have like they have like the ugly like crying jester face, don't they? I thought, see, I thought the Malkavian had the jester face. Nope, Nosferatu have like the ugly crying jester face. Um, so Malkavians, I think, have the broken hand mirror. So you get to play as a Malkavian, uh, a Toreador, and a Venture. So definitely, you're playing as Camarilla. Yeah. Definitely playing as Camarilla. What if vampires are real? What are these bloodthirsty predators of the Mongols find ridiculously? If I, I remember correctly, podcast, but it's okay. If I remember correctly, Sabat controls Boston in modern nights. Yeah, with his unique approach to gameplay, Swansong puts emphasis on the consequences of your actions in both the investigation and your social interaction with the characters. Analyze each situation carefully because your decisions can have huge consequences on your heroes' lives and and the fate of the Boston Camarilla. Yep. So either you, they it is controlled by Sabat, and you're trying to like overtake it, which could be possible. Like you, it, I, that could be it. I mean, sending three elder vampires to like get a foothold in the city could be one an interesting, cool like story, like jumping on point. Yep. Um. Also, too. Uh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's pretty cool. Also, kind of gives you some ideas. But yeah. Um. Here's a picture of the Epic Game Store where they talk about it a little bit more than like the main website, which is kind of weird. But all right. Anyway, let's on let's uh, on let's rerail this fucking yeah, show. Rerail. Uh, I'll be happy if we can at least do the top ten. I guess that's fine. Yeah, uh, we can do that. So seven. It's kind of open-minded question here, Rob. Uh, what is your current state of mind? 
Uh, currently, I'm content. That's I good. I mean, right at this moment, yeah. All right, Devin, what about you? What Hanging you... out with my friends, not working. I think, you know, uh, if, I'm, if I'm being completely honest, like, I mean, just because I got stuff going on in my personal life, I'm just kind of, like, I'm a little nervous. But, I mean, I'm, like, anxious, nervous, but okay. That makes sense. Like, some, like, weird storm of, like, anxious, nervous, and okay. Yeah, that's part of the, my procrastination thing. It's like, okay, there's things I should be worried about, but eh, I'll worry about them later. So it, it, it's a good thing. Well, I mean, it's more like I have life-changing decisions, like uh, life-changing like outcomes coming up of like if that that I need to like make happen, but I don't know if they're gonna happen. So it's kind of just like it's it's like coming up sooner rather than later, and I'm just like I need to kind of make this decision like and i need to also like succeed at what i'm attempting to do so it's kind of like 50 50 right Mm -hmm. so it's one of those things where it's like yeah i'm just kind of like in the middle like okay like i'm i'm nervous about it i'm anxious about it you know i'm nervous because i don't know if it's going to even go through i'm anxious that i wanted to hurry up and happen so i can get it through but I also don't know if I'm ready for it. But it, it it's it's just like a weird combination of things. But I mean, I, but I'm good. Like I mean, overall, like I'm good, right? All right. But yeah. All right, number eight, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you consider the most overrated virtue? What are virtues? Just to clarify, like, uh, well, I mean, like, it would depend on what you virtue. The definition okay. of it is it's essentially like your morals, yeah, uh, like set of morals, like so your behavior. Um, a virtue. Technically, the definition is a behavior showing high moral standards. I mean, if you're going off like in from the Bible, the seven major virtues, which are uh, opposites of the seven deadly sins, would be uh, chastity, temperance, charity, diligence, patience, kindness, and humility. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, yeah, I would say I would say probably chastity. I think people are too hung up about sex. Well, all right then. I don't know. That's just how I feel. Like people are always like, "Oh my god, it's so like terrible to use your lose your virginity or whatever if you're too young and people are sluts and blah blah." blah. It's like let people do what they want to do. God. So there you go. That's well, my... all right, uh, <laughs> Devin. What do you think? I actually, is... given that definition, I think. I mean, I think I'd actually agree with Rob. It would be chastity for the very similar reasons and um if not like i would say like i'm not tied but i would say like 60 40 like chastity and then like temperance which is just basically being like you know self-restraint like you know moderation and self-restraint like sometimes like i get it you know but sometimes go ahead and like you know enjoy it you know what i mean 
Like you, it's it's okay to like not always have self restraint. Like enjoy yourself. Just understand that. I guess have the self restraint to realize when you need to enact self restraint, but don't live your life always restrained. You know what I mean? Okay. But if I like, ultimately, I think I would ultimately agree with Rob. Like where chastity is kind of just like not at this point in time. It's it no like express yourself however you want and if that's expressing yourself through sex by all means go for it like that's okay like that's fine there's nothing wrong with that uh, yeah all right i mean if we're going with the the like the seven biblical virtues then yeah i i guess i'd go with chastity too that's the one that i think is um most overrated uh if just in general, like in a general sense of the term, uh, for myself personally, I don't know, probably humility, because I'm humility is supposed to teach you essentially low points in your life, like to to view those and to show you um, how to be a better person because of that. Like, pretty much take somebody who's standing on a pedestal and knock them down so they know what it's like. I live every day on the low point of my life. So, yeah, that's just me personally, I guess. Um, Rob, number that was number eight. Number nine. On what occasion do you lie? Um, uh, well, I used to lie about why I was late to work, but now they don't really care anymore, so I don't bother. Uh, I mean, I usually only lie if it has to do with something like nice lies, like if people ask me something where I know the truth would make them upset. I will lie. Okay. Uh, so mostly in that situation. I don't really... Like, there's not really any reason for me to lie. Sometimes I, I misrepresent myself so I don't have to do certain things. Like, at, at work, like people will ask me things and I'll be like, oh, I don't know how to do that. You'll have to ask this person. But I do know how to do it. I just don't want to. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> we'll be sending this. I'm going to link this episode to your uh, employee, your your employees, all your coworkers. I'll find a list. Well, some of them, like my boss, boss, it doesn't work out because she knows what I know how to do. <laughs> but for like other people, I could get away with it. Uh, so Devin, on what occasion do you lie? I think, I think sometimes I. I definitely think I lie too much, right? Like, if I'm being completely honest with myself, I definitely lie too much. Like, it's almost scary how easy lying is for me sometimes. Um, But I genuinely only... Well, generally, not genuinely. I generally only lie when it's... I guess it's easier than just telling the truth. And what I mean by that is, is like, not so much I'm trying to hide anything, it's just more or less, like, if I if I tell you this lie, you're not gonna ask any more questions, and we can just end this conversation. That you know what I mean? Yeah, I got like, you. Like, like, 
I could tell you the truth. I have no problems telling you the truth, like why I'm not like why I'm taking off work or whatever. But it's much easier to be like, I have a doctor's appointment or whatever. And then you just gonna be like, all right, no big deal, whatever. Right. As opposed to me saying like, I'm taking off work for X, Y, and Z. And then you're like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. You know, just as like one work example, or just if it ends a conversation faster, I guess I'm more inclined to lie if it's just going to end this conversation. Not that I don't want to talk to people. It's just, I don't know. It's just like, inconsequential and easier like i usually don't even try to lie when something like big is the issue but it it, it just what it, it, it is what it is like right i just like it's just easier to lie sometimes so i i do My, like, mine's on the same same wavelength as yours i'll say um and you guys you guys are gonna know better than anybody but for the listeners out there uh i i lie all the time in, in a very specific manner uh on like Steam and Battle.net, it always says that I'm offline. I'm not. If my computer is running, that means that I'm I'm access. You know, I can access that. Ninety percent of the time, I'm on a game playing it and whatever. It just says that I'm offline. You're like hiding from me because that's not true. Webby doesn't, Webby doesn't not, like me. Not all um, the time. Webby doesn't like me. He just he he just really wants to hide from me all the time. Um, and he only really keeps me around for SU. That is not the the reason why I'm here. That's uh, a little the case, sir. (laughs) Sir, I called you. I called your cell phone the other day because I needed to vent and that I was having a fucking breakdown. This is true. I know, but I called you before I called anybody else. You're killing the joke, okay? Like, listen, no, I'm not. I'm not letting our listeners think that I don't appreciate. Nobody is actually going to think that. Some of them, will. Kurt's going to give me shit. He's going to be like, "You don't really appreciate them." I'm gonna be like, "You know what?" Kurt? Kurt's going to give you shit regardless because it's Kurt. Well, listen, I love Kurt, but Kurt will give you shit regardless because Kurt's Kurt. Um, What's up, Kurt, that is true. <laughs> All right, so we'll end on on question number ten. Uh, Edquist, what do you most dislike about your appearance? My weight. Yeah, I think that's common. That's gonna probably be mine too. <laughs> yeah, although, probably mine too. Honestly. Although at, at the same time, like I've I've become comfortable in my own skin. Like I don't mind who I am, but I just I am still self conscious about it. Like I don't want to. Like I, I hate when people bring it up or or if it gets brought up. Um, I'm like Choji from Naruto. Right, it's like he he's okay being a big guy, but don't ever say something in front of him about it. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it for me. Like I I, I like my face. I don't have any issues with my face. I wish my hair wasn't thinning. Yeah, but I still have more. I still have more than my younger brother. So <laughs> I got I got the, I got that like yamaka bald spot in the back. Yeah, me too. It's uh, not quite completely bald. Maybe just put a yarmulke on and act like you're Jewish. It's fine. Yeah. Well, to me, I've been told it's because for as long as I can remember, I've been wearing I wear hats. That is true. Day. Hats will recede your hairline. Right. And it's just to the point where, like, one of these days I'm going to get fed up with it. I'm just going to shave my head completely bald, bald, and I'm still just going to wear a hat. So it doesn't really matter. Right. So Understandable. <laughs> Yeah, that's what my brother does. He shows his head completely bald. 
So yeah, Devin, is is your answer pretty much the same, or is there anything? Oh, so my answer is so if I had to like, so this is the thing, right? So my answer, I would say, is my weight, but it is my weight for one reason only, is because I've I've been big pretty much my whole life. Um, I would say ever since I've been like tw- like ten, eleven, I've been pretty big. But then also like even like a few years ago, like I lost a good chunk of weight, and I was like pretty skinny. But I gained it all. I didn't gain it all back immediately. It's just, you know, a combination of things over time. I gained it back. So I I know what it's like. You know what I mean? I know what it's like to, like, be super comfortable in my own skin and, like, you know, and and be slimmer and feel good. Not that I'm saying I don't feel good now. But it's just I know what it's like. And that's what makes it like I know I can do it. And that's what makes it worse. You know what I'm saying? I'm 100 percent like I I, there was a few years ago I. You know, I, I did competitions and stuff with people at work and, you know, I would lose a bunch of weight and it got to the point where like, I definitely felt better than I do. Um, but over time, you know, things after things after things happened and all that just kind of came back on and it, exactly. it but was it, one of those like, things where just, it's like, oh, I remember being able to do this easier, you know? Yeah, it's like, you know, I remember when, or like, you're looking at your clothes, you're like, man, I used to be able to wear this shirt, like, comfortably fucking, la- like, a last, last year, and now yeah. it's like, I look terrible in it, right? And it's like, and, and it just kind of pisses you off, and you're just like, fuck, like, I know, like, I know I can lose weight and keep it off and do this. It's just like, why, you know, and then you start having, like, the, well, why did I even let myself get into this point? And then you start having, like, the, like those life self-reflections, or you're just like, how yep. did I get here? And then yes. I get depressed about it. And then I and then you, exactly, and then you get mad about it, and you get yep. depressed about it, you're like, how did I get here? Yep. Like, what like what went wrong, right? Yep. But I mean, I guess so if I wasn't going to answer that, even though that is probably the answer I would be, is I wish I could just grow more facial hair. Fair enough. I've had friends who, who literally just couldn't grow facial hair in certain I mean, that's me. That's me. Like, I, like, that's me. Like, I can get, like, like, I can get a pretty decent mustache going, and that's really it. Like, but to be fair, like... Not a lot of people in my family, at least my like my mom's side and like and like my dad's side, are not really like inclined to growing facial hair. So just kind of like I'm kind of just screwed in that department. But it's like I just kind of wish I could grow like like a nice big beard, yeah. but I can't. See, I feel like like my beard fits my face. I'm happy with my beard, but I'm I'm afraid that it the 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 hair that came out of my face just got pulled in from the top of my head, like. <laughs> It's like, well, all right. Wouldn't it be fucked up if, like, all the hair in our body was just, like, your, your hair was actually just, like, a collection of, like, just long strands of hair? Yeah. And so, like, you, like, like as you walk hair in your head, it just grew out your beard? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, it's like, what the hell? Like, and there's, like, over like over your lifetime, hair just collectively goes, like, down from gravity. It just slowly gets, starts right. going down. It's like, what the fuck? I will say I don't, I, I, I dislike the fact that, like, so my beard just grows kind of wildly. Uh, like it is not straight and I, I just like, no matter how much I brush it, it just never, it's not, not yeah, one of those really nice straight beards. Well, yeah, that's one of those things too. Like my, I have very curly hair, yeah, so same. it makes the little hair I have look even worse yep. because it's just so curly. Like it, that's, and that's just kind of how that is. Right. Like, I think like the most beard I think I've ever grown, is just a picture of me and it's like literally like six months of just growing my hair out and it 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 looks like you know what some people can get in like two weeks <laughs> yep uh all right well hey we're over the hour mark uh this has been the first 10 questions of uh 
the Proust questionnaire. Uh, again, this is a technically a 35 question questionnaire. So either we'll do another episode later on that'll just be another straight section of, of questions or like I pitched before at the end of every, you know, every episode, maybe we'll do a couple more questions here or there just to chip away at it. Um, and I don't think we need a, like a, what you call it with Devin this week. I mean, I think I've dropped some pretty I think we've introspective all, knowledge. Yeah, I, think I think we've dropped some pretty introspective knowledge here. Um, so this, I think ep- we're good. this episode I, th- I feel is more for the listeners. I think the listeners learned a little bit more about us as people. Uh, and I mean, that's the whole point of this, this questionnaire is to uh, f- have an individual reveal his or her true natures. So, um, just based off the first 10 questions, uh, I'm going to open it up to the listeners and say, feel free to message us on Facebook or, or, or privately, if you happen to know it, or, um, you know, you can follow us on our various social medias and message us and tell us what you think our true natures are as individuals. Like what, you know, how, what, what type of people you think we are just based off these first 10 questions. Like so. your true neutral. I'm like, yeah, that's about right. Oh yeah, if you can put it in D and D alignment terms, it's bonus points for you. <laughs> uh, but if you put it in a D and D alignment term, you gotta you have to specify why. Like, I want an explanation. Uh, so so people can message us about our our natures and what they feel they might be. Uh, Rob, we're gonna skip Science Day with Rob this week, that's fine. unless you had one pre-planned. I did not. Okay, that's good because next week I got some zingers that I want to throw at you. Maybe you can do them next week. Okay. Uh, but Rob, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at confessor underscore x. You can find at Matilda at Matilda underscore DMP, and you can find me someday again on Twitch at twitch.tv slash confessor x. All right, Devin, where can people find you on the social medias? You guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie and on Twitch at Me. And as always, you can find me on eBay locked in an everlasting game of Go under the name of GoFish. Is Go a game or is GoFish the game? Go, go with the game and GoFish is part of a joke of that game, in my opinion. Oh, Just because I'm... I don't know what Go Though is. It's, it's kind of like a mix of like Othello and chess. I don't know what Othello is. Um, okay. I know what chess is. <laughs> I mean, I know you know what chess is. Uh, Alright, well, as always, everybody, thank you for listening. Um, stay safe. We all love you. You guys can follow me at twi- on Twitter at JaxForestWalker, all one word, on Twitch at DMWebby. On Instagram at Patrick.Webster52. Um, and on eBay at not knowing what the hell Go is. There you go. So. And the show has its own Twitter now at simply unprofess1 with one S. Because uh, they wouldn't let it? me change it. They would, no, they wouldn't. That's the name they gave me. And it wouldn't what? let me change it. So. But you can always change your Twitter handle. It let me change like it. It's simply unprofessional as the title, but the Twitter at it, it filled in for me. You can definitely change it because I I changed mine. I think we're looking you to have that. to wait a certain amount of time before you can change it. That's fine. Ah, okay. We'll we'll be changing that eventually, I think. 
But um, yeah, I, I completely spaced the fact that you created a SU Twitter for us. Yes, uh, because I put I put the show on um, Spotify, so yeah. you can listen to us on Spotify soon. They required us to have a Twitter account, so that is what it was. Dope. So, Look at us growing and doing all shit. All right, and as always, everybody, we love you, and fuck Booster Gold. Fuck Booster Gold. FPG. Also, I have a topic idea that you're both caught up on Naruto. I want to jump on the train of of all the tier lists, and this is something that I think we can do. It, we're gonna it's gonna be visual for us, but we can easily do it for um like audio wise, right? And we're gonna do a Naruto character tier list. I'm gonna get all of the uh, all the the Konoha ninjas or all the like major ninjas from the first season or the first season from the first like series of naruto oh, okay i'm gonna do a... I'm, I'm in shit yeah, not not shipping it not shipping it. i'm gonna do like just the first like Shonen. the first just regular old naruto i'm gonna gather a bunch of them maybe like 30 or 40 characters and then we're gonna do i'm gonna sit down with donnie and see like we're gonna decide who's who's worthy of being on the list at all yeah um the list. and then make a tier list on tier maker 